All right, folks, what is going on? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. This is uh, episode 280 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller, and over here we talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. I hope hope you guys had a great weekend. I mean, my weekend was pretty good. It wasn't too bad. I did have to work on Saturday, but my Sunday was pretty relaxing. Spent some time with the family. Um, I tried to watch a little bit of the Pro Bowl. And, man, I'm going to talk about the Pro Bowl real quick before I get into this. If you're watching on YouTube, if you see what's on the screen, it's basically a chart of um, the cap space that the Falcons have. We're going to talk about the uh, cap space and who should we trade. Um, but, uh Man, that Pro Bowl was just, man, was something else. All right, if this is your first time here, welcome. Like I said, this is the first in frame rate show. I am VF Baller. We talk about Atlanta Falcons or Georgia Southern football. Those are interchangeable for the most part. Not much Georgia Southern football to talk about today. Want to talk about some Atlanta Falcons stuff. And um, it's going to be pretty interesting. I think this uh, episode is going to be pretty interesting when it comes to what money can go where based on over the cap.com uh i really want to talk about this team and what they're uh what the what the possibilities that they're gonna be doing who can they move around or what they can who they can trade uh so um that's gonna be pretty cool uh if this like i said if it's your first time here on the youtube side hit the like button share this video subscribe to the channel if you haven't already also if you're on the podcast side apparently the podcast situation has been fixed i mean i think all the episodes have updated that is awesome and uh, if you're on the podcast side uh go ahead and hit those five stars give me a five star rating subscribe to the podcast as well because you know the more people that subscribe the more eyes that will get on this uh on this podcast and that helps out everyone tremendously because it helps me keep going and it helps you guys continue to have more content to listen to. Also, if you want to continue the discussion, you can hit me up on Twitter at VF baller, or you can join the discord. The link will be down in the description. I'll try to put it down in the link of the podcast side of things because those links aren't very uh, user friendly sometimes, but definitely if you're on the, if you're on the uh, YouTube side, you will see the discord. That's where we continuously talk about these topics and other topics around your, your favorite hobby. All right. Enough of me talking about all that. Let's get into this. The Falcons already been in a lot of turmoil when it comes to cap space. I mean, there's no denying that. I mean, it's been a pretty big deal for a while now. I mean, probably for some years. But with that being said, looking at where we are now, look like we're starting to do pretty well with the cap space. I mean, right now we are 6 million over which is not as bad as it sounds. Uh, according to overthecap.com, this is where you will see this information I have on the screen. If you're listening to this on the or watching this on the YouTube side of things, six million over. Like I said, it's not too bad. I think last year it was even worse. It got to the point where we had to find a way to trade Julio Jones, which was um, for us to sign our draft picks. We were able to do so, and that was great. This time around, I don't think we're in that bad, uh, in that bad of a tight space. Six million over. Yes. I mean, we still can't sign draft picks, but it's not, I don't think it's as steep as it was last year. I mean, you could quote me on that, uh, uh, or find out. Um, I think it's on this website as well. I don't want to go too far back on the screen to confuse people, but I think that we weren't as bad as we were last year. Nevertheless, 6.6 million over. Does sound crazy, but at the end of the day, it's not. It's not really. Uh, um, 
it's not really that bad when you're looking at the players that we have and who can we trade or who can we move, what the case may be. Now, if you're looking at the screen right here, obviously you're going to see the first person on the screen, Matt Ryan. He has $40 million in dead money. I don't see that happening as far as trading him. Um, but what I do see, I see something really, really interesting when it comes to Calvin Ridley. A lot of people was talking about what's going to happen with Calvin Ridley with the whole situation that happened this past season with him stepping off after playing five games. Uh, what's going to happen with that? Well, first and foremost, like the title says, trade really is likely. I I don't see a reason why not to at this point, to be honest with you. I, I think I did a, a episode a while back when I said that the Falcons should go ahead and let Ridley go. But when I look at the numbers, I mean, you can see it right here on the screen. I have my cursor here. Calvin Ridley is owed $11 million next year. And if you look here um, with the uh, the sign right here, if uh, you can, if you cut him before, let's uh, see, June 1st, you will have a situation where you owe him $11 million. So uh, that'll be dead money. So, but if we, if his post is still be 11 million. So the thing is you do not want to cut him, but when you look at the trade, dead money's gone. He won't be dead money. And we will be in the clear of $11 million in cap savings. So this is why I say it's probably likely that they'll go ahead and trade him. I know there's some destination that he said that he may want to go already, which is cool. I'm, I'm not really, you know, I'm not, I'm not really worried about this at this point. I just think that the Falcons, it just makes sense to get him, you know, to move him. Because for another 11 million, he may not, he may not even want to play for you guys with that being said. He may not even play next year. So that's $11 million sitting there. It's a lot of money that happened last year when he just sat there. You know, you know, I mean, there was, you got to think about it. There was, what, uh, 12 games he didn't play. So, I mean, equivalent, if he was making 11 million last year, he was basically getting paid $1 million to, to, to sit at home. I mean, because I'm not sure how it played out. Did he get any game checks or whatever the case may be? Do it, what, what, how much of his contract? What it was? I, I don't know the ins and outs of his contract. But if he was getting paid the same, that that's basically what he was getting. So even if you do it post June 1st, you will see it right here. Post June 1st, you still uh, don't have any. Uh, don't have to worry about any dead money, and you still uh, in the clear of 11 million dollars. So I, I think this is going to be likely. This is a situation where um, Calvin Ridley—they're just going to probably move on from him, which I'm not a—I'm not a you know big uh, you know I don't have a problem with, uh, and and whatever the case may be. But I just feel at the end of the day, this is something that uh you know that that needs to be done. Now, when I look at Grady Jarrett, you can see him right here at the top. We can go and look at that. I mean, even if you cut him, you have seven million in dead money, but you have cap savings of 16.5 16 million dollars 500 now that sounds good because you're still in the clear at what uh 9 million or something like that but you don't want to be running around with dead money we're already dealing with that with julio jones julio jones is is dead money of 15 million dollars you know i mean uh, fortunately that's the only dead money that we you know that we have based on uh based on uh you know over the salary i mean over the cap.com so with that being said, that, you know, that, that sounds good, but I, I wouldn't want to do that. I mean, you just don't want to have the dead money right there. So um, if you cut them prior to that, or if you cut them post June 1st, it's still the same 7.33, you know, you're going to, you have to pay them and uh, we will still be, you know, have pretty decent cap savings of 9 million. 
if we trade them, same thing. 7.33, trade them pre-June 1st, trade them post-June 1st. So so everything is the same. He's locked in to that structured of his salary regardless. So I don't think it's likely that we would trade Grady Jarrett. That's This is one of the things I was saying as far as with Calvin Ridley, you know, but, you know, prior to him, I mean, like I said, that if you cut him, you, you just know it's going to be $11 million dead money. But if you trade him pre or post June 1st, you don't have any dead money on him. And plus you save $11 million. So with that being said, you're going to, now you're going to be into what a clear of, uh, what is it? Nine, let's say 11, six, man, I can't do math. I, I'm lost. <laughs> you know, uh, $5 million, you know, you have probably $5 million in teams cap space. So you're probably going to try to find somewhere else to, um, to get some money back to have enough cap space, not only to, to sign your rookies or uh, to sign your rookies or, and uh, have some cap space in general for free agents or whatever, because you want to have some money. Um, you, you basically want to be in the green when it comes to team cap space. So we're going to look at some other players on the screen and see what we have. Um, a lot of guys are like in the middle of the road. There's one other person that's on here that I, I kind of recommend probably moving or whatever the case may be. And um, I think that person is right here, James Barters. Uh, don't get me wrong. I don't have a problem with him, uh, whatever the case may be. But if you look up here, let's say if we trade uh, him June 1st, or even if we cut him, I want to look at what it says, because I want to get everything in order as far as my information. Even if you cut him, you're going to have $0 in cap space. If you get rid of Ricky Leonard, $0 in cap space. Parker has zero dollars on Caspi. So these are three guys I can think about. There's three. There's a lot of guys on here that you can cut pre June first. Don't have any dead money and have space. So they they will be able to do something. Now when it comes to James Barters, and I'm gonna talk about the other guys too. But I had an eye on James Barters because he almost is owed a million dollars, and um that'll be a million dollars in cap space, pretty much nine point six five thousand or 96 i mean nine hundred and sixty five thousand dollars if you cut him same thing with rick rick leonard seven hundred thousand in cap space parker hess 8.25 now i'm not a i'm not a, a advocate of anybody losing a job i don't want anybody to think that but when you're looking at team cap space and they're trying to get under the cap these are some things you may need to look at now when you look at all of these other ones any one of these I, i'll put up if you look at it at the cut part pre-June 1st, anything with a zero right here on the dead face side and the cap savings on the other side, this is what you want to look for. And I don't know the, the, I don't know the definite, the, you know, the asset that they bring to the table. Some of these guys, cause I, I've never seen some of these guys honestly don't know much about them as far as playing. Obviously I know about Caleb Huntley, Will Beavers. I know about him, but then again, I don't know anything about John rain. I don't know anything about Luther Kirk. So I don't know what the Falcons are going to do if they, if they do decide to keep them. Um, but I feel like a lot of these guys will probably be end up getting uh, moved. Now, one, another one that would be, and this is a shocker because I just saw this just now and I looked at it. This would not be a bad move for the Falcons, and, and, and I can see why. This Kendall Shetfield situation, let's see if I can get on the screen. I want to get on the screen for you guys. This Kendall Shetfield situation, this is not a bad look. If they cut him, they're only going to be dead on dead money for $100,000. Now, I know it sounds like I'm contradicting myself because I did say I don't want anything to be doing with dead money. But look how much they save if they cut him, $2.5 million. 
I mean, that's that's that's, that's too much a big of a gap that even had to be. That wouldn't even be dead money, honestly, because you basically be walking away with two point four million dollars or two point three million dollars in in cap money. It won't be dead money. So this Kendall Sheffield, be on the look, be on a look, just look into this. This right, this Kendall Sheffield thing is now. Let's look into if they cut him post June first. All right, where are we at now? If they cut him post June first, where's his name? His name just just ran off the map up for me. So uh, there it is. It'll be the same thing. It'll be the same thing. One eighty nine. Now let's see what happened if they try to trade him. So it, it, his salary's locked in no matter what. From based on what this, the numbers are still the same. If they trade him uh, pre or post June first, the numbers are locked in. So watch that one. The watch that one that that may be a reality because that's a lot of money that they can save and cap if they get rid of Kendall Sheffield. That's actually not a to be honest with you. That's actually not a bad look if you want to get rid of someone or you know you drop their salary. You know, and I mean, like I said, I'm not I'm not the type of person that want anybody to lose their job. But when you're strapped for cash, you know, some people are just going to be you know all, all fall by the wayside. I mean, that's just how it is. Um, another one that's interesting is this Mike Davis one. Uh, I think Mike Davis is going to still be on the team, to be honest with you. Um, even though if they do, let's let's look at this. They cut him. I think they, I think his salary is locked in, no matter what. There's no movement on there. So uh, if they cut him, it'd be seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in dead money. But they'll have two point five million dollars in um in cap savings. That's if they cut him. I don't think, to be honest with you, I'm not sure that they'll find a trade partner for him. So, um, I doubt it because I don't want to see him go because I really want to see if he could redeem himself from last year. But you're looking at this and this could be a situation where him or Kendall Shetfield might be the ones that, you know, you they might be the ones that may surprise you to say, hey, we might get rid of them. You know what I mean? That, I mean, that's just, the you know, I hate it to be that way, but you looking at the numbers, it just makes sense. And also, this is all based on overthecap.com. I don't know if this is official or not, but a lot of people refer to this, so I'm going to refer to it as well. Dante Fowler Jr. is another one. He does not have a base salary. He just have a prorated bonus of 4.66, 4.66 million. So um, he's logged in, and I think he's going to be here. I don't think that's just dead money if they let him go. Kudos to his agent whoever put that together i don't even know if he's gonna still be on the contract next year i, I mean because i don't that's a really weird it's really weird weird situation i'm gonna have to look into that to figure out how that plays out because that's that's different so like when you're looking at trading people and you're looking at what it is like i said all these guys that have or, or cutting people when you look at all these guys who have zeros on the dead space side and um uh, money on the uh, saving side, those are the ones that's probably going to be, you know, probably be uh, cut. And if the if the dead money is significantly less than the cap space, um, the cap savings, they're the ones that are probably going to be cut too. So when you look at like all the ones I talked about earlier, the James Waters, the Ricky Leonard, the Parker Hess, the Caleb Huntleys, the uh, Chris, um, no, sorry, Chris, Chad Hansons, the um, Dorothy Etheridge, which you know I don't, I don't want to see them let him go. I actually like Etheridge a lot. I hope they actually re-sign him. But when you look at those players that are like that, then you turn right back around and you look at a guy like a Kendall Shetfield. Shetfield, his salary, and if you're looking at this on YouTube, I'm, I'm going to highlight this. His um, dead cap versus money, cap savings, is just way too high. 
you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're just too significantly too far apart. 189,000 in cat and dead money compared to saving the 2.5 million. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, my thing is, I don't know what they're going to do with that, but if they cut them pre June 1st, you know, or post June 1st, they're going to be, um, in a pretty good shape. And, uh, Kendall Sheffield has been injured and I don't know what his status is now, but the production of him just to me, in my opinion, just wasn't enough to make something happen for him to stay around. Um, I actually like Kendall Sheffield, but when you look at these numbers and you look at the cap money, I, I don't see how could you not. Um, also like I was looking at Mike Davis, I talked about that one as well. He's another one, you know, um, 750,000 if you drop him for dead money, but you will get 2.5 million in cap savings. Uh, I, like I said, I want Mike Davis to be around. I do. I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say he see, I, I want him around. I really want to see him try to bounce back and do something with his, uh, with the season, with the upcoming season. But when you look at this, um, I can see where it's viable. You know, it'd be viable, to be honest with you, to actually go ahead and let him go because just the cap is just too big. Um, I'm trying to see if I find anybody else that that may be a situation where you can do this as well or anybody else I overlooked. Um, You look at this, uh, the player here, Braden Linus. I don't know too much about him, but it's $7,500 in dead money if you let him go. $700,000. $700,000 in cap space if you do um, let him go. And everybody else at the bottom of here is, is a bunch of zeros and dead money. And a lot of these guys are getting paid 700000 8.25. Uh, a lot of these guys got a pretty decent base salary. And so um, their cap number is uh, their cap number is uh, pretty decent. If you let them go, you can get some pretty good cap savings. So uh, all the while, I can't think of anybody else that I see. But at the end of the day, the, the Ridley situation looks like it's going to be a uh, 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 it's going to be, I, I, I'll be highly surprised if he's still on the team by the end of the, by the, by the beginning of the season. Cause there's no penalty of getting rid of him pre or post June 1st. Um, if anything, I would, I would think the Falcons try to trade him to get some draft picks for this upcoming draft. I think that would be very ideal. And, um, if you trade him, you could drop a couple of these other guys and get some cash. I think they'll be, they'd be in good space the falcons have a pretty good chance to be anywhere between 15 and 20 million dollars in cap space by the time this is over but it just depends on how what they're going to do and how they do it um that's just and that's also based on the scenario what i just came up with what i said that what we probably can do um you know the kendall sheffield situation the calvin Ridley situation you also have the uh um mike davis situation with those guys salaries and the way it's structured um you can i i can see where some guys are probably just you know they're going to take a hit on on dead money but the it's going to outweigh the you know that's not going to outweigh the cap space the cap space is just going to be you know much in a better situation like if you have to give up uh one hundred eighty nine thousand to get you know what 2.3 2.2 million dollars in cap space i mean that's a that's a pretty big deal if you can free up 11 million dollars in your cap space off of your wide receiver that doesn't want to play with you that that works out very well a couple of these other guys that's not hearing that 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 are uh that you can move right now that can um possibly be other you know new draft picks 
uh that, that i mean that works I, I mean before i close because i'm getting to the 20 million dollar um 20 million dollar man i wish i was getting to the 20 million dollar mark getting to the 20 minute mark of this show um just think about it you look at some of these uh you look at some of these uh rookie contracts these rookie contract look at frank darby's contract um, his contract it was eight point two five thousand. Ogan Deja eight point two five thousand. I mean, that's their base salary. So when they get their base, a Drew Dalman, able to Quan Graham, Darren Hall, uh, you know, Jalen Hawkins, he's not a rookie. What am I talking about? Sorry about it. Jalen Mayfield eight point nine six. Uh, who else? The more we move up, they're gonna make more. Like obviously, like Richie Grant, another one one point zero three million. Then you look at uh, uh Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, his actual base salary, which is a pretty, this is a pretty good deal for the Falcons. To be honest, I'm actually surprised. It's eight point two to five thousand is the base salary, but his prorated bonus is five five million. So he's getting money. He's getting he's getting this money another way, which is actually you know pretty cool. Regular is regular pay. Okay, so I, I see what he has a, but you know he was number fourth overall pick, so his contract is gonna be a little bit different. Excuse me, a little bit different from from others. It's going to be a little bit different. So with that being said, it, his is not going to be like the rest. But when you look at these other rookie contracts, they're basically the same as these guys down here on this, uh, where the, the, the Nick Thurman's rich news out, Quentin Bell, um, you know, the John range Luther Kirk. So the guys that are at the bottom that I was talking about, they could probably move and trade them from draft and move them for draft picks. is pretty much the same. So it's probably like, moving guys out salary rise to plug them in to make the same type of salary for the upcoming season. So you, if, if this, if this makes sense to you, um, you know, you, you do under, if it makes sense to you, then you understand where I'm coming from. If not, maybe you want to look at this, this chart. If you're on the podcast side, you may want to look at the chart on YouTube. It's first in frame rates. Just type that in. I'll pop right on up. You look at this chart or, you know, you'll find out, how this makes sense for moving guys for the rookies that that are going to come in because I think the Falcons have like eight picks or something like that this season possibly nine depends on the uh, the the Calvin Ridley situation so like I said Calvin Ridley is the the cornerstone of all of this he's probably going to be getting traded and with them being six million over I mean you got these guys that are here the like like I said that are um that you can, you know, move their contracts or you can move, you can drop their contracts and not lose anything as far as dead money. Cause like I said, a lot of people, and there's a lot of people in Atlanta Falcons, you know, uh, that do content. They're, they're saying that there's a lot of money that the Falcons are still paying uh, Desmond true fine as much debt. but based on, like I said, based on, uh, over the cap.com, the only dead money we have right now is Julio Jones. And I don't know how long that's going to be. If that's, that, did that clear up by next year, whatever the case may be? Uh, how does that clear up after the fact? And, uh, that's going to be really significant going forward because then we'll know what kind of money we'll be dealing with. Who can we sign down the road post, you know, you know, 2022. So, um, I think if, if, if this is a, I think this is an indication that we'll know what, that most people can know what we're dealing with now because this, um, this whole situation is really cool to know about what's going on with the whole cap situation, the trading and who could be moved. Cause I does a lot of rumblings out there with Ridley and definitely this started with Jared as well. So I wanted to talk about that. So hopefully you guys really understood this. 
I think I got an understanding of it. I honestly feel like I learned something just by looking at this because I didn't know how most of the stuff play out. But based on um, OverTheCap.com, shout out to OverTheCap.com. If you really want to look at this, I'll have the link down in the description. So if you want to look this at this yourself um, or uh, also because this has stuff for other teams as well. If um, And uh, you can find out what this all means on your end as well. So you can get a different understanding of other players that we may not have talked about here. So that's always cool. Um, that's pretty much going to close out this episode. I hopefully you guys really enjoyed this. Hope to, I, I think this was pretty informative because I, 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 I walked away doing this episode, just sitting here reading this and talking to you guys. I learned something today about, you know, what can be done as far as money being moved or the case may be. I think this was really informative. Hopefully you guys learned something as well. So we kind of got an idea who's going to be going, who can be going where, what money could be moved. Couple of surprises that could happen as far as the Kendall Shetfields and pot and, 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 and maybe even Mike Davis. It's just too much money there, but we'll talk about this at another time. Um, maybe when things do actually start moving and shaking. Cause I think we have a whole month, June, March 16th is the beginning of free agency and trades. So we have a whole month of this, but I, I wanted to get this down on the record and get and get you a little pre understanding of what's going on. Once again, shout out to overthecap.com. Um, I'll put the link in the description. If you like this video, hit the like button, share this video, uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. If you're on the podcast side, give me a good rating over there and let people know what I'm doing. Give me a good review. And um, we'll be talking some more Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons stuff down the road. Definitely we'll be back tomorrow with another episode. That'll be episode 281. Thank you guys once again for all the support. I really appreciate it. Until next time, you guys take it easy. You guys be blessed. Have a great Monday. Peace.